cliffcentral.com. It is time for Dr. Hanan. It's time to um, to check if we're going to be okay. And we rely on Dr. Hanan to tell us, yes, you're going to be okay. Calm down. Here he is again <laughs> on a Monday morning. Doc, we're going to be okay, right? <laughs> Absolutely, we're going to be okay. All right. Absolutely. So we got an email from one of our listeners, and it's similar to an issue that Simpiwe wanted to talk to us about. And she's also on the line. Simpiwe, who you know well, Doc. But let's start with morning. this. Let's, how's it, morning. let's start with this email from Rose. Rose says, given that Dr. Hanan specializes in trauma and anxiety, maybe he can give me some tips. Um, I've experienced what so many in South Africa experience being held up in my own home. Ugh. I'm sorry about this, Rose. Mm. She said, we had this happen to us recently. I'm not going to have the knee-jerk reaction and just decide to emigrate. COVID lockdowns showed me we're better off here. These criminals can take my stuff, but I won't let them have my home. Can you give us some coping strategies? And maybe you can talk to us about those. And Simpiwe, before Dr. Hanan talks about Rose's email, tell us your story. And maybe he can help you with yours at the same time. All right, go for it. There we go. Um, so my story is not as bad as Rose, but what happened was in, over the past year, I've had three instances where my phone was stolen. The first two times, I think I could justify it to myself because I was out, I was at the mall. But the third time was a break-in in our house. And they took quite a number of things, including the phone, and I'm really not coping with the fact that there was like almost an invasion of my privacy. Mm-hmm. And it's been over like a very short period of time. Wow. All wow. right, Doc, uh, where do we begin with this? It's not a rare South African occurrence. And I'm sorry, Simpiwe, I know, you know, we've joked about your phones before, but this is not a funny thing. And people, people do struggle to cope with this, Doc. Of course, uh, we live in a country where that's the reality uh, for so many people. And I always tell people the first thing when you go through a loss and it's an incredible envision of your privacy, actually having a home robbery as well as your phone being taken. I mean, your phone is your life. Uh, Everything is on there from personal information to personal pictures to communication with other people. Uh, When that once that's taken away, even though they might not have access to that, somebody taking something from you that is so personal uh, and so private can be an incredible invasion. Uh, and a psychological invasion. There's no question. So what do you do? First thing in terms of the home robbery, make sure that on a practical level, you secure your home and that you feel safe. Uh, a lot of people just think that they can cope with psychologically cope when your home is still vulnerable. So what I advise always to people that have gone through a home invasion or a robbery in their private or business spot is always make sure that practically, practically on a physical level, you're protected. Our brains are designed to do one thing and one thing really well, which is ensure survival. And my brain, your brain, doesn't cope well when we're in environments where we don't feel safe. Mm. So the first thing that you should do is make sure that you're up to your security, make sure that maybe you call in professionals to make sure that these gaps in the security or these gaps in the vulnerabilities are taken care of. And make sure when you go to bed at night, you feel that you are 100% safe, at least on a practical level. We'll deal with the emotional stuff in a second, but on a practical level, one plus one equals two and you're feeling safe. When it comes to your cell phone, you know, we live in a country 
where unfortunately that is a reality. Cell phones get snatched and criminals, um, uh, their method actually becoming much more sophisticated. I was actually a witness in, I went to a restaurant uh, probably a couple of weeks ago in uh, Parkhurst and uh, there was an accident right in front of me. Uh, everybody popped up. This woman was apparently drunk. She drove into another car. She pops out. She's okay. And everybody gathers. And before you know it, an Uber driver stops. Nobody pays attention. An Uber driver stops right next to all this crowd gathering around this accident. And suddenly somebody comes from behind and snatches another person's cell phone that's standing there watching all this commotion going on and gets back into the Uber. So what has happened actually is the Uber was a pretend Uber. People don't pay attention. People's got a low or people think this is quite normal. There's just an Uber car waiting. But as, as I said, the method is actually becoming more and more sophisticated. So number one, make sure that you are secure. With regards to the cell phone, make sure that you are vigilant. Make sure you go to appropriate places. Make sure that you are well protected. Make sure that you are aware and alert to what's going on. I, I wish it wasn't the case, but it is what it is. And the key is really to adapt to the environment that we're in. And that's the environment that we're in. Hmm. So number one, to use some PUA and to the caller or to the person that emailed, is make sure that practically you behave in ways that ensure your safety and security. Once that is done, just understand your, our heads and hearts work on two different frequencies. Whilst our heads can feel secure, our emotions are still all vulnerable. And it takes your heart time to adjust to where your head is at. So whilst your head is going, I know what to do, I know how to act, my home is secure, my home is safe, I know where to go with regards to my cell phone. I know to keep my cell phone in my, in my pocket or in my purse or my bag or whatever it is. Your heart isn't there yet. And your heart needs time to adjust. So number one, do not avoid things that are reasonable. Do not avoid things that are reasonable. So simply to your, to your situation, don't avoid the places or the friends or the situations or the environments that you would naturally like to avoid now because you're feeling insecure. Because the moment you avoid it, all you're doing is kicking the emotional can down the road and later on it just becomes a barrel. It's much more difficult to deal with something if you don't confront it. To the home invasion, don't avoid, for example, sleeping in another house or maybe at a friend's house or rent out an Airbnb or sleeping in another room. Yes, you can build up to it, but don't avoid it. And what I mean by building up to it, maybe simply to your point, you might want to go out and maybe go out for half an hour. And then the next time you want to go out for 45 minutes. And the next time you want to go for an hour and build it up. To the person that's at home, you maybe want to sleep maybe with the lights on. As an example, if you're very afraid, uh, maybe with a security guard outside, maybe for a week. And then maybe you'll do it for six days. And maybe you'll do it for five days. But the point is you want to build up to eventual complete confrontation to how you were a minute before this incident happened. So you want to go back to your to the real reality before it happened. And, and I need to go back to point number one, assuming that you are protected. You don't want to go back to the same situation if you're still as vulnerable or still as um, open to these kind of incidences happening to you. And then, so the first thing is make sure that you're practically protected. Secondly, do not avoid. And thirdly, and this is very important, immerse yourself in self-care 
and ensuring that you focus on what you can control. So immerse yourself in self-care and ensuring you control what you can control. There are many things in this world that we can't control, but there's many, many, many things that we can. So you can't, we can't, we think we can predict the next minute. We can't control the future, but what we can control is our sleep. We can control our diet. We can control our exercise. And people go, well, what does that got to do with the, with the issue that I went through? Everything. Because if you don't sleep well, you're not going to cope as well. If you don't eat as well, you're not going to cope as well. If you're not going to look after your body, you're not going to cope as well. Ensuring you surround yourself with the right people, people that give you the nutrients, family, friends, romantic partnership, companionship. Um, make sure that you still go back to work. Again, do not avoid. I'll go back to my second point. Do not avoid life. Go back to work. Start creating routine and structure right. and predictability in your day. Make sure that there's self-care. I just want to ask Simpiwe if the I mean, are you feeling Simpiwe? Because you always, you know, to everybody on the show, you're this bubbly, happy person. And, you know, I think it looks like you've kind of brushed these things off and you've got over them. What are the kind of lingering problems that you deal with? Are you afraid to go out? Are you afraid to, um, to do things? And, and how exactly has that changed your life based not only on what you've already told us, but also based on what, you know, Doc has just said now? Are you already implementing changes in your life? Yes, I am. So the first two incidents, I was like, I'm not going to go out. I'm going to hang with my friends at their places or my house. And then this third one has really shaken me up because I don't want to be home. But I also don't want to be out and about because I'm just like, it's not safe. Um, and I think the first two times I was like, okay, cool. I was not being vigilant. I was not the one who put all these safety measures in place but like this third one is like okay what do i do when i was at home and i thought i was safe and i thought i was in this a place mm. where i couldn't really lose anything right so yeah yeah doc it's a difficult one because as you said at the beginning of, of your your description of the problem is that this is an invasion of your privacy it's in your own private space and that is that is where a lot of people go oh okay well i i can't I can't stay away from the world when the world comes into my, my space. Right. Well, we have to adapt to the reality of what it is. You know, so there, there are places around the world where hurricanes is a thing. There's a place around the mm. world where earthquakes are a thing, and you have to adapt to the reality. Nobody's bigger than the reality. Right. You can rebel against, uh, against gravity all you want, but gravity always wins. Mm. So we don't want to rebel against the reality of where we're living. We want to work with it and protect ourselves and ourselves and adapt, but also stop focusing on only the things that are bad. Just focus on the self-care and things that you can control. Right. Okay. Well, Simpiwe, listen, I'm, I'm very sorry that this happened to you. I'm always sorry when I hear from anybody that this kind of thing happens to them. Um, but I'm, I think it's very brave of you to have brought it up now. And I, I know that this uh, is upsetting to talk about. I can see, like, you you know, it's affected you to even bring it up. But you heard what Doc said. You've got to deal with it in little baby steps, all right? We'll get through, yeah. the, we'll get through this together. <laughs> yes. Everything is going to be okay. You know, it's in Pua. This is – you cannot let this define your reality moving forward. We're going to adapt. We're going to do things differently. We're going to make sure that you are protected and we're going to have a meaningful, purposeful life by focusing on what you can control. There's a lot of things that we can't. There's a lot of things that we can. We must focus on things that you can control. If I ask you, 
what are the things that are good that are going on around you. You can probably, you know, spell out uh, a book worth of good things that are happening around you. And by the way, this is not at the neglect of the things that are bad. This is just I choose to practically protect myself uh, myself against the bad, but I choose I choose with intention to focus on what's good and what I'm grateful for. So yeah, everything is going to be okay. All right, Simpi, we're very, very glad you could bring this um, up this morning and that you were brave enough to discuss it with all of us because I'm sure there are loads of people who are feeling very similar to you this morning and you've, you've carried all of them into this conversation with you. <clears throat> yeah, sure. for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Leanne, you've had similar things. Real. MASH, I'm sure you have too. This is a reality of living in South Africa and, frankly, the world right now. All right, Doc, thank you so much. I and mean, your what? Tough one. Yes, go ahead, Mash. Um, and your what, for me, what makes Simpo so much stronger in my eyes is the fact that morning of, I remember coming into the office and she told me, um, I remember she told us what happened throughout the weekend. Then when, when, I, when I came into the office, she was just smiling. She was just burbly. And I was like, how are you <laughs> smiling? I'd be sobbing right now if I were you. I'd be <laughs> sobbing from day of all the way until... And she was just smiling. She's like, no, man, you know what? Life goes on. And I'm like, damn, you are stronger than I. You are much stronger than I. But, Doc, just quickly on that note, I mean, people who, who put on, uh, you know, a strong, they put their best foot forward, they put a, a, a brave face on, they go to work, they do the things that they've got to do. But the trauma stays for a while, and you've got to work it out. You can't just ignore it. Now, as I said, emotions take a while to catch up to the head. So while Simpiwe feels, you know, I know I'm protected, I know I'm fine, I know everything's going to be okay, but emotions are not there yet. The emotions still feel vulnerable and raw. But as she walks through it, emotions eventually catch up to the reality of what she's experiencing and to the reality of what it is, and she will be okay. It will stabilize and it will be okay. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Hanan Bushkin. It's always good to have you on the show on a Monday. And thank you, Simpiwe, for sharing your story. And uh, everybody, there's some nice comments here, Simpiwe. Uh, Kim Jong-un, who's, of course, the dictator of North Korea, says, we love you, Simpiwe. So you see, I mean, Aww. to get love from, <laughs> from North Korea, that's, a, that's amazing. Uh, Rebellious Ruth says, Simpiwe, stay strong, you lovely lady. So sorry, Simpiwe, says Annette. Uh, Tracy says, big hugs, Sims, big hugs. So, yes, I mean, lots of people who have lots and lots of love and support to you, for you. And, you know, having your house broken into is just so goddamn invasive. It's just so, ugh. You always feel like you walk into your own house after something like that happens. And it's happened to me, too. It's happened to all of us. You walk into your own house and you're like, ugh. gives me the creeps. But you, you have to get through it. So, uzoba strong. <laughs> <laughs> all I can say. Cliffcentral.com.